0: You already know how we do it. We eradicating food deserts in the hood. Today, I got a very, very special guest with me, Javon Green. Let's get into it.
1: Javon Green. Yeah, I'm here.
0: Peace, brother.
1: How you doing, King?
0: I'm good, man. Congratulations on um, on that 300.
1: I know, right? That's not a bad day to office. Speaking for just for two minutes.
0: Nah. For all of you tuned in to the podcast right now, Javon, tell them what you just
1: did. So there was an elevator pitch at my school for your business, and you only had two minutes to speak, and... Um, pretty much you have to sell your business. You have to tell them what the um, what problem you're solving and what are you asking from the investors and, you know, how much of a stake are you willing to give up? And yeah, you know, I had two minutes and I wowed the judges enough to win $300. You know, I came in second place in the competition and I pitched my business, you know, one of my businesses, which was green love kitchen. So,
0: yeah. Okay. Okay. That's what's up. So, um, like what was what was your pitch?
1: So pretty much, you know, our main focus is to provide healthy options in what is considered food deserts, and it's kind of a niche thing because it's twenty thousand dollar medium income, high crime rate, uh, education levels are really low. It doesn't make sense to create. A vegan vegetarian restaurant in that kind of a neighborhood, but we um, we're focusing on the concerns like that's the need, you know, the people need that food because of the diet related illnesses. And you know, my background in business and my wife is a culinary artist, so we came together. We um, we've been open for three years now, so that was the that was the pitch, Green Love Kitchen, and <clears throat> told them our profits and how <clears throat> we're bringing healthy lifestyles to communities that need it the most. Not necessarily, you know, trying to make money, but trying to make a difference. You know, and, and, yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Eradicating food deserts and all of that.
1: That's the main thing in creating um, economic stimulation for those communities by hiring from the community, uh, teaching, right, teaching the community through training programs, agricultural farming, things of that nature.
0: And um, you said that there's a correlation between Food deserts, low-income
1: neighborhoods, what what was the correlations that you were telling me about earlier? So when you look at um, certain neighborhoods, right, they call them urban neighborhoods or impoverished neighborhoods. When you're in an impoverished neighborhood, what you see is an influx of fast food restaurants, McDonald's, Wendy's, you know, um, these fast food restaurants and they're right next to each other. On top of that, you see mm-hmm. liquor stores, you see pawn shops, you usually see abandoned homes. And what you don't see is any access to fresh fruits and vegetables, you know. And the whole the whole premise of what I was saying is that if we, if we can't maximize pro- productivity, right, if we are, if we're in, this, in a system where it's like you eat fast and you do everything fast, you really can't. Process things properly, so we're not making the best decisions, we're not using our time more effectively, we're not healthy, you know, we're sick, and there are no options because, once again, there's an influx of fast food, but no options for fresh fruits and vegetables, no options for smoothies and juices. So, what we so that's pretty much the food desert piece, and what you find at the same time in those very same communities, the crime rates are high, um, obesity levels, and health related. Issues are, are high. You also have education levels are low, amongst other things. And we know when you have poor education or community with poor education, there's no investments going on, so communica- into those communities. And if there's no investments, then what happens? You know, the property values are usually down. And, you know, so there's no, there's no reinvestment into that community. There's no economic stimulation. It's all correlated with the food desert um, epidemic.
0: Right, right, right. That's what's up, man. Well, congratulations thank on you. that three hundred dollars.
1: Thank you, thank
0: you. And uh, for the work that you're doing in the community, because we definitely need it. I know for me, like, when, like growing up, what was your diet like? Like, how was growing up? How did you used to eat? Like I know well, your family is Jamaican and mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. So I Man, know. You we ate up. good.
1: We ate good, right? Oxtails, jerk chicken, curry goat, rice and peas. Um, but we ate but and this is for everybody. I like how you said it, right? Growing up. Growing up, mm-hmm. we we eat based on the flavor, the taste, how the thing tastes, right? Is it savory, is it salty, is it spicy? But mm-hmm. what is it actually doing for our body? And even though a lot of us have grown up right our diets haven't shifted or made that change to like okay that, yeah why am i eating this
0: yeah and that's exactly what i wanted to ask you because when i say growing up i know you grew up in queens and i know peace is a big deal you know yeah, and i yeah. know like like every day you could just get a pizza, or whatever or gyros
1: get, gyros yeah like exactly you said, the fast food spots the Jamaican exactly. spots exactly yeah. so yeah. even though you
0: grew up Jamaican and your moms and you know your people might cook up a pot like was that was that like how much of your diet was was that food versus you know the fast food
1: man that's a good question and i think You know, like you said, for the mere fact, I grew up in New York City. Like, everything is at your front door. So you have so many food options. Like, right across the street from my building in South Jamaica, Queens, was a Burger King. And I knew everybody that worked in Burger King, so I didn't have to pay for food. You know, Mm -hmm. I I would just, you know, get Whoppers and Whopper Juniors and all types of stuff. And not necessarily, like I said, not thinking about after I put that food in my mouth and after the taste is gone, what is it doing to my body? You know, and... Yeah, so that that's, yeah, just ate. I, it, it, there was no, there was only one thing I was told I could have eaten and that was pork. You know, I never did <laughs> pork. You see what I'm saying? Right. Like, there was right, only right, one restriction. Right. <laughs> like, don't and eat I, that.
0: And mainly, the main reason I asked you that, because I, I want to know, sort of, when did you get into health? You know what I'm saying? Like, when did you start, like, when did you start taking your health seriously? Like when? When did you make that change?
1: Um, I think it's I think it's day to day, right? Like, so I'm still making that that shift and the change because, you know, um, one minute something is healthy, uh, next thing you know, it's it's you know, like as long as we don't control the, the 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 chain of the product, right? Like if we eat a thing, but we don't know how it's manufactured or where it's grown from. That we are kind of like subjected, so just understanding the the way food is made has forced me to start thinking about what I'm putting in my body, you know. So that happened. I want to say, Bertrand Hello, hello, hello. Be back on. Back on.
0: Yes, sir. All right. Be back on. Yeah. So because so. for me, you know, it was a dis I can remember like, you know, it was a distinct moment. Actually, um me and my my girlfriend then wife now who's on the college campus and for a minute I have been complaining, saying I wanted to change my diet and um went back home for the weekend to visit my mom, and she made some oxtails. Mm-hmm. So we, uh, so I was, uh, pardon me, I didn't visit home, actually. My homie did, and he brought them back. So we sitting on campus, and my mom, she hooked it up to, uh yellow rice, black beans, I think she has some greens on the side.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, it was
0: short ribs, I'm lying, it was short ribs, right? And me and my wife was eating it up and um when we finished eating we had what we call itis you know what i'm saying we was tired and i was like after complaining for so many months you know my wife was like we need to just go ahead and and do it you know and switch our diet so that was the moment where I I instantly changed my diet. You know what I'm saying. I started eating only raw veggies, and then later on that summer, I um went to the African Hebrew Israelites, and they really was deep into you know veganism and things of that nature. So they taught me a lot about you know just all the different type of beans and 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 just grains and seeds and fruit. I didn't grow up, you know what I'm saying I didn't grow up you know doing the ginger, I didn't grow up doing it, so it was a distinct difference for me um, mm-hmm. like where like not just learning about not just changing my diet but also opening up my opening up my palate to all of these different flavors mm-hmm. because the thing about growing up on an american diet for me and my personal experience was that most most uh most of what we ate was proteins and starch you know what i'm saying my father could cook but he taking the veggies out the can you know what i'm saying that's the corn the string beans come from the can so like just learning about just as Americans, the way that we eat our food, we don't use a lot of seasonings. period. So just being, so then when I became a vegan, I had to start learning how to cook other types of food mm. so that I could get the proper nourishment. And that was really the the, the the turning point for me. So I just didn't know if you had like a clear moment where you was like, yo, like, I'm, I'm changing, it's over. You know what I'm saying,
1: and if so, that's deep. I, I think, and and that's the thing. It's like one. I think is a lot of us as people, we feel something wrong, right? We know we want to change our diet, get healthy. We want to, we want to, you know, um, really look our best. Feel there's no human that doesn't want to do that, right? So, in that regard. Like at what point do we, you know, make the change keep the change. So for me, it was more necessary like like I said, it was gradual. You know, I remember saying, you know, stop eating beef, right? And that took, that was rough because once again and this is a whole nother topic that I need to support. The people around you, if they're not vegan or vegetarian, they're going to shun you. You know, like, what is my mom going to cook for me now? That's a gonna... whole,
0: I'm telling you, that's a whole another yeah. topic because I remember my father, you know what I'm saying, and just everybody, they just, it was a heavy criticism. Yeah. Like.
1: As if you're doing drugs, right? Like you told them you're going to smoke crack or you're going to
0: by right. you stay, yeah. you wanna and what happens is if you don't have that support group, then then you fall back into your old ways of there eating, which people have a hard time sustaining the the lifestyle of help living is because they're they not around people that's reinforcing those good go. habits. And and really the reinforcement is a positive because it shows you other things to eat, to substitute that you could actually like. Because when most yeah. people think about changing their diet, they think that they're not going to like. They think that it's going to be bland. Like, most mm-hmm. people with veggies, for the most part, is like, you know, you just get them on the side of your plate, you know. But to do curry potatoes and chickpeas, you know what I'm saying? Or I like the one your wife do the jerk mushrooms. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So even if you was eating meat without seasoning, meat is bland. You wouldn't want it. So like you said, but just like your family and the people around you and the criticism that you get is very. It's very deep. It's very deep.
1: That's, a, that's a, that, that. I mean, we learned this from a young age, right? Right pressure from your parents to doing things you know, not not being smart or not wanting you know, the, the nerd or the whatever the case is but also as adults, you know, from our parents, from our right, from our children, you know, that that we're supposed to model, you know, and if if the people or say they love us don't support the decisions that we make pressure to change our minds to change our decision making it's the right thing but to be a change agent means some formal criticism to to not conform to to everyone else thinks you're going to have to take some formal criticism not that people don't want to change. I think everybody at some point in their life says, I'm "My diet. You know, I'm eating way too much. My metabolism has changed. Clock, and that circadian clock dictates, you know, when to be released as we get older in life. And how do you make our how a whole makeup shifts, you know, especially when you go from and your 30s to your 40s and so on and so forth. And to pay attention to these ships, we can we can literally die from from diet related. You know, that's. I mean, yeah.
0: I think that's pretty much why most people are dying. But I, you know, it's yeah. something that I was talking about yesterday, where you you talk about being a change agent and the criticism that you get, and then you also then as being a change agent you know community outreach becomes important which is what you doing with Green Love Kitchen yeah. because then we know what people are going through as they are trying to change their diet, change their lifestyle and the obstacles that they come up against and luckily when we came to those obstacles, well I know for me so I know that there were specific people in my life, that were instrumental. Whenever I had questions, I could go reach out to them. Mm-hmm. Did you have anybody like that um, when you was making? When you as you been going through your process, uh, but at the beginning when it was like probably the most difficult, did you have any uh, a support group or did you have a group that you could reach out to um, to ask questions or to reinforce these good habits?
1: Well, that's a great question, and you know, even as you say that, it's it, you know that point where you're asking, like, was there a deciding moment? Is when I heard um, one of my brothers, KT, speaking. You know, he's a super intelligent young man, and he studied under Dr. He's one of Dr. Sabi's wives, Mama Pill, is, is KT KT was fortunate to to have you know study. So, right in Atlanta, it might have been maybe seven years.
0: Yeah, you yeah. know what I think yeah. is deep and what the people need to understand. See, when you say, like, Dr. Savy's like a deity. You hey, know he, what I'm yeah. saying? And
1: He's that, he needs to be acknowledged. For the and work I'm not, a,
0: I don't want to pour my coattail. I don't want to pour your coattail. Uh-huh. But it is important for people to understand who they're dealing with. Because yeah. we run around in some real circles, and you know, these people that you hear about on YouTube, you know what I'm saying, that you hear about in the social community, we right inside that mixture, exactly, nationally known, you know. So, but, but I mean, go ahead and continue.
1: You well, s- well, it you know, goes both ways, you know. And this is very important that we. Our heroes, whether the or not, we praise our heroes, like you said. Is there anybody? Yes. And his speech was simple, and it was what I just said. You take a bite of that burger, and that burger goes through your body, and even go in your body, right? Because your whole digestive system is, you, you know, he used the analogy of like a paper towel. Or and you have the tissue, but on the tissue was the brown roll, right? When it's all done, you're left with that. Well, that roll represents the digestive system, and that roll is inside. But the food never actually goes inside our body. It stays within. and what the body does is once you break down the food, Right, and then those acids that comes up in your stomach, line, and then the body goes um, and sends out like try to take whatever nutrients that the, the food or liquids that your body that they try to take it and absorb it for the body to use, right? And the whole digestive piece was what he brought to my attention. Like, guess is serious, you know, like, we don't know, and then, like they say, cancer starts, like, you could barely see it, and within 10, 15, it continues to grow, so, you know, that introduced the alkaline told me to call his mom, because I called him the next day, like, yo, like, how can I start, like, what do I need to do, is it a detox, I was fairly healthy still, but, you know, um, I'm not even the person you need to talk to. Call my mother. He's the one that you need to talk to. So I called his mom, uh, Mama Pitt. And she was like, yo, meet me at the farmer's market. So my wife and myself. Dummy. Yeah, we, we we drove with her. To, we met her at the farmer's market. Fruit by fruit, vegetable by vegetable, grain by grain. Yo. Yeah, I'm here, brother.
0: Yeah, so you said you met Mama Pill. She took you out to the farmer's market. You yeah.
1: Was,
0: she said, you go that's right there, the grains, the veggies, what she was talking.
1: Yeah, so pretty much what she was doing is letting us know that even though it might be a fruit or it might be a vegetable, you still have to be careful because it could be highly uh, vegetables and you know, some of them are genetically modified and the difference between organic and non-organic and why is that important? You know, we once again, we take these things for granted, our health for granted and not making that necessary investment, whether it be 50 cents more. So this is how I'm breaking this whole thing down to me at a time where, like I said, it was just you buy food and you eat. You, know? you talk about
0: community upliftment, right? There you go. Just one thing I want to say about that whole situation. Right now, if you listen in Green Love Kitchen, that's in Latonia, Georgia. On What's the address, brethren?
1: 6986 Main Street. Latonia.
0: Uh, yep. Right by the trade tracks, you can't miss it. If you ever in the A, you come stop by, you
1: can't. I'm in the A. That's the
0: goal, that's the goal. That um, and right now I'm saying this on the
1: air that one of my goals is for us not to
0: have to go into the farmer's market and look at whether something is organic or non-organic because one of the things that I want to do in my community outreach, which is what we're doing now by talking to the people, is begin to emphasize the importance of growing your now, yeah, a tree is going to take time for it bear fruit. But you can buy a mature tree for like $50. There and that's fruit every year as opposed to you spending your $50 at the store. And when we talk about buying land, you know, and, and growing stuff on the land, this will enable you to not have to worry about. Now you only really got to worry about is it, is, is it GMO or non-GMO or is it modified, right? But after that, everything you eat from what you plant, you would know that it's good to eat because you planted it, you know what I'm saying? And that's the real goal is to try to be, try to create a level of food sovereignty, you know, for not just because, because, see, what I want, when, when we talk about, you know, food deserts, a food desert, that's a spiritual depletion, okay? When we talk about what happens when you grow your own food, we are talking about a spiritual process of uplifting yourself by connecting with the earth. You we, are, we are so disconnected from the earth. Therefore, we are disconnected from our bodies, because our body is the earth, okay? Now we're talking about something that maybe some people can ask, but if not, just hold on, baby, you keep tuning in, and all of these things have become clear to you. So, with that being said, man, I definitely think we gave the people enough food to chew on to the next time, but before we go, for those people, that may be on the fence about eating healthy, and you know the difference between eating a hamburger versus going to eat a mango. The difference between eating three times a day versus one. Okay, Javon, what would you say? Are so, what's some of the benefits that you've seen in your life uh, from, from from altering your diet?
1: Well, you know, uh, I want to say like, I think it is bringing the conversation full circle. Thank you for plugging Green Love Kitchen because it's really just been a journey of sorts. And like I said, you know, we as a people have never had this much available, you know, at our fingertips. You know, and I think that is the main thing. It's like before you even change your diet, take some time to study why, you know, why people are making certain shifts. We see Hollywood, right? Certain stars are are committing to a vegan lifestyle or a plant based lifestyle, which is a lot more practical, you know? Um, Yeah, but like I said, it's just really, really making that investment into me has really cleared my mind, you know? Like I said, I remember speaking to Mama Pill, and it's like at the phone, initially, I was paranoid to eat. Like I was scared to eat food and like you're saying, we think when we make the shift it's gonna be bland and you know, no flavor and et cetera, et cetera. It's not gonna you know, we're gonna be weak and we're gonna die from starvation and malnutrition and that's far from the case. And that's what nothing else we've been able to be creative in our kitchen now because we are, you know, expanding our taste in our you know, um, eating cleaner, right? Eating more healthier. And obviously there's the, there's the, uh, the human aspect. Well, excuse me, the, the, the animal aspect, like we're, we're not killing animals in order to, to, to survive, you know, um, in a sense, but ultimately I would say for me, like I said, I, I feel a lot more energy. I, I've lost weight as a benefit. And we talk about it all the time, Quentin, it's like, it is spiritual. In, in nature, because if you could, if you cure the one thing, it takes care of everything else. If you cure the one thing. We don't have to rely on pills and, and things of that nature to 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 quote unquote cure us, because we know they don't cure us. They just suppress whatever symptom. You know, the real problem is is causing, but the only thing that can correct a a a, a diet related illness is the body. And you have to take care of the body in order to for the body to work efficiently. So, that, my, that's my, how I believe it. Mm-hmm. My,
0: my uncle made a, a change in his diet, and um, he called it his, his ground and pound game. Mm-hmm. And he said he mashing out on Johnny. Like, look, like, we love like, the people. Everybody's right. And in there. Busy, got a lot of stamina. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying.
1: And, mm-hmm. and this is what
0: benefit right here. You know, a lot of people got suffering from low libido. You know what I'm saying. There I and myself, like I said, one of the benefits was I started having more energy. My spirits were higher. You know what do things like, you know, that originally I never thought that I would be able to do. You know, buying my first house at 22 years old, that was a direct reflection of my diet changing, having all of my children, natural childbirth at home. That was a reflection of my diet changing because Mm -hmm. my diet began to change. I began to realize that all of the things that I was being told, By the people that were supposedly supposed to be authoritative figures, such as your doctors and your nurses. All the things that they were saying to me was to benefit them, not me.
1: There you
0: go. There you go. So once I started to realize that about my health, I started to realize that about my finances. It said, oh, all the things they've been telling me about money, that's to benefit them. Not to benefit me. And so it really was one of those situations where it changed every aspect of my life, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm.
0: And that's why, ladies and gentlemen, is it an easy journey? I'm not going to say it's easy to each his own, but it is very simple. Like, you know, like picking up a recipe, following a recipe in a cookbook, it is very simple to do. And what really makes it easy, and what really made it easy for me, was being around positive individuals, like-minded individuals. That was something that changed at night. It made my job much more easier and exciting, and and just, it it, it made me embrace a new community. And I'm seeing now that what I was being criticized for, I'm seeing that my family is starting to make that shift. There you go. You're gonna love you later when they're calling you and they got questions, and you can break certain things down. There
1: you go. There you go. And I want to give one more advice too. You know, and this is once again, this is life. When we talk about diets, diet is not just food, physical food that you consume. It's the thoughts that you have. It's the people that you're around right it's the things that that we that we share our energies with that consume our energy is supposed to give us energy and to to have a good diet right or to to decide what you're going to fill yourself up with you always have to ask yourself why you know you always have to have that why you know and if you can write this down so this is my advice like write down five reasons why you should change your diet and it doesn't necessarily have to be food, you know, but if you have low energy, right, if if you're having um, relationship issues, if you're having, you know, I mean, like I said, our community is plagued with diet-related issues, high blood pressure, diabetes, which is nothing but sugar, right? I mean, you, we, can, we can go down a list, obesity, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, always think about the why, and you focus on the why, and let the results take care of themselves you know you have to or we have to be able to make changes every day no no day is the same no season is the same and today's the most important day of your life and it can happen in a split second like we said you know we went from eating or told we were supposed to eat based on this this food pyramid and now the food pyramid changed but we're still thinking about it being the same you know, the vegetable is not the side thing on the plate. It's the main thing on the plate. Yeah. You know? So, like I said, just the why. You know, that's what I would give to the people. You know, just just think about your whys. because if you don't, if you don't have a reason to change your diet, you're not going to. You know, um, especially with the peer pressure and the people around you. They're not. They haven't changed their diets, so they're thinking the same thoughts. They're acting the same way. You know, and not to get spooky, but yeah, it's a lower vibration if you're eating things that are dead as opposed to things that have um, a higher alkalinity content. You know, alkaline deals with the electricity of a thing, you know, that, yeah. And that's what we deal with. You know, I want to be alive. I want to, I want (laughs) to, I want to be around for my children. I want to, I want to, I want to live a full life. You know, I want to make better decisions quicker. You know, I want to be able to always be healthy. So, if there's a flu season, my immune system is, is, is A1, right? Because I've been taking in the proper nutrients. I you know what, yeah.
0: Decisions quick. I love I love that, what you just said, because it really is. And you know, that was the other thing, man. I did become a better decision maker because what I started to say was like, have win, 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 win. Like, why can't everybody win? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I started to make in the, the in guy principle <laughs> my mom and, and like, on a about changing your, I'm your diet. And you want to fence about going back to your original diet. You know, Yvonne, take his advice. Go ahead and teach you a You know, write down five at minimum, five reasons why eating healthy is beneficial to you. Why you're doing it. Why are you doing this for? Write down those five reasons at minimum and then look and see if those five things that you wrote down why? see if those things really move you, really inspire you, because this is a journey of inspiration. You know, pure facts alone, we know that 80% of the mind is subconscious, so your rational mind alone is not going to get the job done. When you look at that list, make sure it's an emotional spark that you get. If not, keep working through it, keep working through it until you are inspired. And if all fails, listen to this podcast over and over again. Go to YouTube, look at Dr. Saby, look at all the people out there talking about diet.
1: Mm-hmm. And that are genuine. It. Yeah, that are genuine in, in, their, in, 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 in their approach and in their modalities. Like, this is not... Yeah, like, they're serious about you, like you said. It's not about them trying to sell you something. It's about them really trying to serve, you know, for the greater good of, for, of all of us, you know? And you can feel that, right? You can feel when someone is sincere. So, yeah. All right, my brother. Thank
0: you. If you enjoyed this podcast, um, you can reach out to me at qbracey at gmail.com. And you can check Javon out. What's your what's your email, man?
1: Um, you can check me out at info at greenlovekitchen.com. That's one word, greenlovekitchen.com. Info at greenlovekitchen on Instagram. Follow my personal page, my first name at Javon G J H A V A U N G. And yeah, thanks Q for for inviting me on and hopefully we can continue to do this and
0: you co-host and we'll be knocking these joints out together. And, you know, really, man, it, this right here is a public service. So that's the goal, G. And I definitely appreciate you taking time out of your day. What's the weather like in Atlanta?
1: It's kind of chilly. Yesterday it was like 85 degrees. Today is windy and maybe it about 60, maybe. I'm outside <sighs> now getting some vitamin D. You know, I'm yeah, not, yeah. So, I'm out. It, feel, it feels good in the place I'm standing in, but it, you know, another hour or two. Um, because what time is it now? It's about four o'clock over on my 4.30 on my side. So, yeah, it's about to go down in a second.
0: Yeah, have a good day, man.
1: Stay strong, stay blessed, stay positive, and let's just keep this thing rolling, man. Spiritual wealth for life, yeah, the movement movement. Alright, peace, Kings. Peace.
0: We out.